Hello, this is Eric, and this is another episode of the craziness that lives inside my head. Well, once again, I was on Facebook, and one of my friends posted, I think they call him a mime, is it a mime or a mem, whatever they call those things. Well, this one states, and I like it very much, that's what I want to expound on it today. Quote, never regret a day in your life. Good days give happiness. Bad days give experience. Hold on, hold on, hold on. The worst days give lessons. And the best days give memories. And the reason why I saw that and it just hit me, because from time to time, I think about my life. I mean, let's be honest. I'll be honest. I'm 69. We'll be 70. 69 years old. Hopefully, I'll be 70 if I live long enough. But anyway, I've never regretted anything in my life. When I was in my teens, in my early 20s, I remember saying to myself, I'm going to do whatever I want to do because I don't want to get into my 60s and 70s regretting. You know, I've, back then, there was I've seen a lot of it. I haven't seen this lately. I don't watch much, much television. But I remember back then, people used to say, or you see older people in the rocking chair in their, in their 80s. And, oh, I should have done this when I was in my 20s. I should have done that one in my 20s. All that. And I remember that. And I said, I don't want to be that person. So when I read this, it brought that memory back. And I thought, and, and I said, well... What is it that makes me that, you know, that I would regret? And I still can't think about it. Now, mind you, I have thoughts about it. I don't regret it. I thought about what what would have been if I got married and have kids. I don't regret it. Kind of the way I see things going today, I'm kind of happy I didn't. I mean, I've seen so many people who get married and divorce and they have these kids and, and the kids and their heads get screwed up because their parents divorce or um, fatherless uh, children or motherless children, you know, because the uh, the woman, she has a child without a father, fathers who has a child because the mother, whatever. I've seen that and, and I kind of experienced some of that myself and I don't regret having children. And I've always joked about this, but it's true. If I had met a woman in my 20s who would have children for me, who would, how you say back then, stay home and take care of the house, take care of the kids, have my dinner on the table when I come home from work, um, shop, clean, even even I give her the money, she pay all the bills. And all I have to do is come home from work watch a little TV if I want, and go to bed. Suppose when I mention that, a lot of women I know will say, well, you want a slave. Well, I guess I do. Oh, I forgot to put this in. And when I don't want to be bothered, I don't want to be bothered. As you notice, 
in that equation. She doesn't even fit in that equation. She had duties that she had to do. Once you do her duties, she can go to sleep and I can go to sleep. You know, you know what I mean? So I knew I wasn't going to find a woman like that. But I had a lot of friends who did get married. And they get married. My straight friends that got married, I noticed they would cheat on their wives with women, you know. Then I had friends, or so-called straight friends who would get married, who would cheat on their wives with, with other guys. Those are the ones I find very interesting. And I would ask them, well, why did you get married? I mean, every time I look, they, they got how you say they got a dick in their mouth or a dick up their ass, and I'm wondering, well, what, why marry a woman? You know, stay single and you can do all you what you want. And they would always come back with, because I wanted kids. And I thought about that too. And I said, yeah, I want kids too, also, but just to marry a woman just to have kids, that's that's isn't that kind of like selfish in a way? But then again. From what I heard about these marriages, people marry for different reasons. And I've yet to hear about anybody say they marry somebody for love. I mean, when, when you really get down to it and you really ask people what, why they got married, um, it's, it's different reasons. And I realize it's not love. I had a friend who got married because um, he didn't want to be alone. And he said that, a woman will stay with you pretty much for the rest, rest of your life. A guy hauls around, which is true. And I realized marriage is not Disney World. You know, marriage is not what Hollywood make marriage to be. I mean, there's some marriage. I've had friends who have, in my opinion, I don't know. What, I don't know what goes on behind closed doors, but it seems to me they have great marriages. And what I noticed in their marriage. Their wives are, um, them and their wives are like best friends. And that's, I think that's what marriage is all about. Is To me, it's like a partnership. You have a partnership. You, um, well, I guess all, most marriages are a partnership. I mean, they're not about love. They're not about having children. They're all what, what it is. Some, some people get married. Uh, I think in the women's case, she probably get married because she, if she, if she, Lucky enough to meet a man that would take care of her because he's going to take care of her. I've had guys, and I know if I must have said this in another podcast of mine, but when I had a, a, met a guy who did want to marry me, and I didn't want to marry him because I didn't love him. And let's be honest, and the sex wasn't that great. But the straight guys at work, when I told him that I didn't marry the guy because he wanted to get married, and I didn't want to get married. This is when um, the first state that had gay gay marriage, I think was Vermont. This is back in the uh, 90s, I guess. And I said, um, no, 80s. It was 1988. And um, and the straight guy says to me, well, he had, because he was a lawyer, he had this, he had money, and all. And all he wanted me to do is to stay home, give up my job. I was working on Wall Street, mind you. Giving up my, my good Wall Street job, giving up my apartment in the Bronx, Move in with him in Jersey. And all I had to do is, um, you know, what I said about I want the slave, you know, to keep the house clean and all like this and watch after his parents. And I could write my, I can write all day because I was a playwright. I'm still a playwright. I'm still a writer. And I could do that all day. Well, that didn't appeal to me. I know it appealed to a lot of people, but it didn't appeal to me. 
And when I told him that, you know, I didn't want to marry him because I didn't um, love him, he started to cry. And he says, well, you didn't give, you didn't give it a chance. And I said to him, I said, well, for me to, because we was going to uh, date for a year. We was going to do that for a year before we got married. Anyway, when I said to him, I said, no, I said, that's not love. You putting me in a position to depend upon you. If anything goes wrong with the marriage, you have everything. Now, I don't know about that today. I think uh, the laws had um, changed since back then. But at the time, no, I wasn't going to marry somebody. Put myself in a position. They pretty much run my life. Because once I lose my job, I lose my independence. Then I have to depend upon you to put a roof over my head, food in my stomach, and all this. And all I have to do, like he said, write plays and take care of his parents. No, I don't want to do that. I don't want to be in that position. And the straight guys that, that I was telling this to, they thought I was crazy. Especially the, the, the sex part. They couldn't understand the sex part. And they go, well, you can always get a, a, a guy on the side. And I was I was appalled in a way. I mean, is that what straight people do? They get married for whatever reason. They get married. In my case, they wanted I should have gotten married because I didn't have to do anything. The guy was gonna do everything, and all I had to do while he's at work, I guess, get a little boy on the side and have sex, has my sex toy, whatever, while he's at work. I didn't want to do that. I didn't want to. I didn't feel comfortable doing that. I still to this day don't feel comfortable doing that because I don't want anybody to do it to me. Now since I'm older, that's called sugar daddy. Back then, him and I were the same age. So it wasn't sugar daddy, but I didn't want. I didn't want to do that. And I know I t- I talked about this in another podcast. I mean, that's the only thing, and I don't regret it. But sometimes I think, what would have what would have happened if I did do it? And I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I really don't know. I mean, I'm just looking at my other the other uh, relationships that's going around, and I you know, um, I don't know. I know one guy. This is ten years ago. We met on the Dateline. He was, goodness, ten years ago. I guess I was uh, 50, 59 or whatever, and he had to been say. I know he was seventy something. And he was telling me his story. He was sitting in Starbucks. Starbucks just came into town. It's the new thing back in the Connecticut. Oh, living this, sitting in Starbucks, telling me his story. I felt, I felt sad for him. He was telling me his story. He was 77 years old. And he said to me, he loathed his life. Why did he loathe his life? Because he regretted not, um, he regret leaving his wife for his boy, for the boy that he loved at the time. That was his whole story about the pain he went through not being with the boy that he was in love with because he he married this woman. And he couldn't divorce her, he said, because right after he decided that's what he wanted, she got pregnant. So he had to stay with her because of the child. But now he's 70 some years old. I don't know if he's still alive, but at the time he was 70 something years old, regretting and loathing his life. And then I think it wasn't the, and then when he was telling me, finished telling me the story, how 
He told his wife what he was and what he wanted, but she still married him or stayed married him because she was pregnant. And then um, he said that they would they were swingers, and the only reason how he can get have sex with a guy is doing swinging. Uh, he, when they swing, I, I don't go with whoever the people they were swinging with. He would have sex with the guys. She would have sex with the women. She did that because she was in love with him. He did it because, oh, let's be honest, he wanted the cock. That's why he did it. She did it because she was in love. He wasn't in love with her. How can you love? How can you love somebody and treat them that way? Well, anyway, that didn't last long because she got tired of that and she didn't want to do it anyway. She only did it because of him, and then she she told him that she didn't want to do it anymore. But I think. Since this has been 10 years ago when he told me the story. I have a funny suspicion. I think he told me that she didn't want to do it anymore. Oh, she allowed him to do it. That's what it was. She allowed him to do it. What he had to do, that's when he stopped fooling around, picking up guys in the park, in the streets, whatever. They didn't have they didn't have dating apps at the time. They had places you can go and which I thought was better because you could see, you could actually touch and feel if you like the person instead of this stupid internet looking at these pictures, which may not be the picture of the person. But anyway, she let him do that. She let him do that. And the story goes on. He stayed with her because, but he did say in the story that he was, he had thought at the time to divorce her when the child, when her, his daughter, he had a daughter, Get out of college. And I don't know what happened. Because when she got out of college. Something else happened. But anyway at the time he was telling me the story. His wife had cancer. And I think she was dying from cancer. I'm not sure. She had cancer. And then he said. That his daughter hate him. Because when his wife got cancer. She went and told the daughter. The truth. About their, their love life. Whatever you want to call it. So his daughter now hates him. And his wife got cancer. He said, I can't leave her now because she got cancer. And he goes, I loathe my life. But And then he tells the story. He loathes his life, but he tells the story about the boy that he could have had. But he loathes his life because he, excuse my expression, he fucked up everybody's lives. He fucked up his wife's life. Now, I could say, no, he didn't fuck up his wife's life because she made a decision to stay with him. True. But they had a child together. And then I could say, no, he didn't fuck up their their life because he she went he sent his daughter to school, he to college and stuff. But the thing is, I think it was guilt on his part. Not that he couldn't get the boy, but what he put his wife through because she loved him and she stayed with him through all those years. And now what he put his what you could say what she put her their child through when she told him the truth about their lives. I don't know. It's very complicated. Life can be very, very complicated. Marriage life can be very complicated. So I'm, I never got married. Great. I never had to deal with that. I never had to deal with a wife or children. The next part of this thing. This says. Good days. Are, okay. It says good days give happiness. Like, oh yeah. Good days. On a good day. Yeah. We all happy on a good day. And bad days give experience. Now I've had a lot of bad days. 
I don't know if they're bad days. Well, coming to the next one that says the worst days give lessons. Well, the bad days is when you pick up somebody at the bar. No, well, I, I take that back. The good days are the happiness that you pick somebody up at the bar. The bad days is when you take that person home and they did not sexually turn out to be what you thought they would be when you met them at the bar. And the worst days, they say the worst days give lessons. And the worst days is when they try to rip you off. And you had to beat, beat, kick their ass to get them out of your house. <laughs> That's the worst days. And then so the, but they give you lessons. If you sometimes, it took me a while, a while to learn my lessons. I mean, I I picked up guys at a bar who I thought was gonna be fantastic, brought them home. They they're full of shit. And then and then one guy I had to call the police on him because he he didn't want to leave my house. I mean, I've done that. Uh, well. I haven't done it in my sobriety, but I've done that a lot when I was drinking and drugging. And then I like this one. And the best days give memories. Well, today I'm having the best day because I'm remembering the t- surviving all those bad days. <laughs> anyway, I would just want to. I just wanted to expound on this. When I read this on Facebook, never regret a day in your life. Good days, bad days give experience, the worst days give lessons, and the best days give memories. And I had to expound on that because I've not, I'm not trying, even now I'm trying to think of anything that I regret. And there's nothing I can regret. I remember as a child. I, I took, I give you a perfect example. When I turned 40s, I, when I turned 40, I started doing um, filming. And in the Bronx, I started, uh, I was in a group called Gay Men of the Bronx. And in that group, I started um, broadcasting on public access cable television. Because in the Bronx, they had to, by law, give access, public access to, you know, to broadcast on on their cable. And I started a soap opera, a gay soap opera. And I remember my mother said to me, you two old to do that why are you doing you so old you're too old. You, and your, you should be thinking about your retirement you can't waste your money on that well I'm glad I did it I did it because I wanted to do it I mean I thought about it I thought I should take this money and and I'm in my 40s I should start thinking about my retirement but the thing is the first thing came to my mind but then I thought well, I could do that, and then when I get, I don't want to, but I don't want to be in a rocking chair in my 80s thinking, oh, I could have did a TV show and tell people, oh, I had the opportunity to do the TV show, but I didn't do it. Well, I did it. I did it. I did a lot of things. I did things. I made mistakes and stuff. I did, like it says on on, on uh, what they say, the worst days give lessons. Yeah, I, I did things and and I lost money and stuff, but I don't regret it. It was, a, it was a lesson. It was, you know, hopefully the, now that I'm older, I just don't do it again. Well, anyway, I hope you enjoy my my uh, little episode here on not regretting. I'm still thinking about do I regret anything, but no, not regretting. I mean... <laughs> I'm going to say one more thing. I, I remember uh, I had an ex-boyfriend who I dropped. And we were in uh, Reese Park. And I had new friends. And um, it was funny because my ex-boyfriend came up to me 
while I was with my new friends just to say hello. I don't know. I think he was being nosy. And my new friends were shocked because, of course, he was gorgeous. Of course, he was built, built. Of course, he was hung. And they were shocked. You let that go? How could you let that go? And I don't regret letting him go. I don't regret. And I told him, I said, he was a lot of problems. I mean, you think just because a guy looks good and all this, you think it's a lot of problems. And then they said to me, well, well, you could have kept him for the sex. Well, that was the problem. I wasn't getting sex. That's one of the problems anyway. I wasn't getting sex. He was turned out to be a user. I mean, I knew a couple of his girlfriends who would tell me that, that he was a user. They would say, why are you still friends with him? He's just a user. Of course, I was in love and I didn't believe them until I, he, I got used. So just because the, the guy looks good, broad built and got, and, and got a big dick doesn't necessarily mean, you know, some, see, that was this. A lot of guys would have kept him around just for the sex, but I wasn't getting the sex. He's so busy screwing every every Tom, Dick, and Harry and 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 a female out in the street there. He never had a chance to give me the sex. So what was the sense? So I let him go. Especially when I found out he, he was um, scamming me. So I let him go. Now mind you, this is interesting because him and I, he was my first first lover, my first guy I fell in love with. We were technically, we were, let me see, we met 1968. I broke up in, what, 1978, 79. So we were, we were together a good 10 years. It took me 10 years to realize he was a scammer, but yeah. I don't regret that. I don't regret that at all. Well, anyway, this is Eric. And I thank you for listening to this podcast. And if you still listen to this podcast, I hope to expound on um, thinking about having guests on my podcast soon because I know you want to hear what other people have to say. You just don't want to listen to my craziness so I can get other crazy people with craziness in their heads and we can get crazy together on the podcast. Anyway, thank you for listening to the craziness that lives inside my head.